We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Pod Mavericks Presents After Dark. It's our game recap. Thank you once again for joining us on the second straight night of a weekend, no less, an early game. And the second straight night, the Dallas Mavericks come up with a loss, a 132-130 overtime loss. Josh Bo is joining me. Josh, how are you? Hi, I am losing my mind. My brain is, I'm, I can't, I can't take it anymore. You know that gif that gets shared a lot? Uh, well, not as much as it used to, of like Sylvester Stallone, not Sylvester Stallone, the cat, the Looney Tunes cat, Sylvester, and sure. he's like drinking coffee and has like eight cigarettes in his mouth and he's shaking. <laughs> you know that gif? That's my brain right now. And Lord help me, I don't know if I'm going to make it to the end of this season. Why? This team, Why? Talk to me team. about it. Because this team just doesn't – if they would have gotten their doors knocked off in this game, no one would have – like there wouldn't have been any emotion behind it because second night of back-to-back, they're playing a team that's a bad matchup for them. Granted, almost every team in the NBA is now a bad matchup sure. for the Mavericks. But, the, you know, second night of back-to-back, Luka and Kyrie both played 42-plus minutes uh, against Miami last night. They're playing a team on rest. It's a Both of the back-to-back games are on the road, so you're traveling – um you're not at home the other team is on rest and the other team is like a good offensive team and the Mavericks just gave up 129 points to the worst offensive team in the NBA and it's so it's like all the stars align but then it's like it's the Mavericks and they're they're gonna make this as excruciating as possible in some this ways is Josh, they make it more, guys this they, is Josh on the screen they they somehow make it I mean they make some of this fun like I mean you could argue it was fun like I mean in terms of pure entertainment, if you're just like a pure fan, like, of course, it's more fun to watch your team compete in a close game instead of get rolled over. But as, you know, we view this game a little differently, and it's not trying to be positive or negative, but just in terms of covering it, like, you know, fans get to be mad and turn the TV off and go about their night. Like, we have to think about this game, and we have to cover it, and we have to do podcasts, and we have to edit the site, and I have to just pay attention. You know, we have to pay attention in a way that, you know, people that don't do this work don't have to. And so it's like, I just, well, it's like they go through all this effort and it's like, okay, well then just win the damn game, you know, just win the game. Cause that'd be cool. You know, win the game and they don't. And it's just like, well, why did you do all, you know, why did you do make, all the hard stuff? Cause it was like, 
My understanding this of the team. game, and, and just for full disclosure, my wife is at the Taylor Swift concert tonight, so I had, and it's been kind of a, a my, my wife has an open weekend kind of thing. She's with some friends, so I've been doing a lot of kid duty. haven't gotten to watch as much. And my understanding from looking at this game is that Kyrie Irving was spectacular. Like, he and Luca sort of traded places from last night where Kyrie Irving was really, really spectacular. And, you know, Luca was okay. Christian Wood was interesting. And then there was some weird stuff where, where kid played JaVale McGee a million minutes. And, you're, you know, it's funny you say that about, like, not being, you know – you have to keep your brain turned on when watching this. I, I would argue that we're kind of sickos and that you can't really turn it off even when you're watching kind of for fun. But that that's a pretty wild way to end the game because could could you walk us through, you know, the, the basics of what happened in this game? Let's, you know, you don't got to get, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, but I, I want to hear about it. So the first half is the Miami game part two. It's, you know, Atlanta scored 70 points in the half. Mavericks were not down by 20 because this is seriously one of the best offensive teams I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. And it's somehow being wasted on a team that is five games under 500, which is just like, I feel like I can write something like a column just about that thesis statement right there. Um, but like, once again, you know, they have, the defense is abhorrent. There's, there's just nothing there. There's no resistance, but they're not, they're still in the game because like I said, they have one of the greatest offenses I've ever seen. Um, and then, you know, in the start of the third quarter, you know, it finally looks like, okay, they're missing shots. You'll notice the Mavericks shot 10 of 38 from three. And you're like, okay, here comes the night where they're not making threes and they're just going to get run off the floor because we've been talking about for almost months now that this team is basically only in games because they make threes and they're finally not making threes. Here comes the blowout. Atlanta goes on this big run where the team uh, Mavericks don't look interested at all. Um, Atlanta gets like an offensive rebound in a, in a corner three and kid calls a timeout. They're up 15 with like six minutes or so. I don't know what the time mark is. I could look it up, but you know, basically there's about, you know, halfway or maybe a little more than halfway through the third quarter Hawks go up 15 and everyone, I swear to God, I think everyone was like, okay, here it is. Like they're just, this is it. Second night of back to back. This is, this game's over. And then they come out of the timeout and what, and they, Kid puts Wood and McGee on the floor at the same time. I wonder if those two have shared any minutes before. I don't know. I need to look. We can look. I can look that up while you, you know, while you're next time you're when, when I when I go on one of my bullshit soliloquies. Yeah, that sounds good. Look that up, but it can't be much, and you can't blame them. You know, it's actually like I'm kind of glad because entering this game, like they didn't do a lineup change tonight, and I'm like, there's part of me that's like, how do you not to say that the the cure for the roster is mm-hmm. on the roster. Uh, but how do you go through this pr- prolonged stretch of losing and not mix up the lineups, you know, just, just to try something different, even if it's not going to work, you know, like it's just kind of, it's been chaos. They've just been doing the same lineup and same rotation for the last two weeks and they're losing. So they, he finally, you know, at least he does something different and the Hawks, the lineup helped. I'm not going to say the lineup did not help. Like Jamil McGee scored 11 points and six rebounds. That's more in 23 minutes. That's more than what they've been getting out of their big men, uh, before that like Dwight Powell had seven points and one rebound in 20 minutes like like so even if McGee wasn't perfect like just raw production the Mavericks need that so I'm not going to say they they didn't help it didn't help but I swear to God after the Hawks got that 15 point lead they played some of the worst basketball I've ever seen from an NBA team trying to could you see like Quinn Snyder's like dying yeah like he's an exacting coach dude they had three or I think about three turnovers after that got that lead that were like just passing to air like 
throwing the ball behind them to no one mm. there. Um, they had a three-on-one fast break that ended in a turnover. I think they, or they had a three-on-one fast break that ended in the worst alley-oop attempt I've ever seen. They missed like six layups. Like the Hawks played clown shoes, like kangaroo court basketball to end the game. Like to end the game, it was unbelievable. It was like they got monstered when the Mavericks called that timeout. I've just, I've never seen a team take so many ill-advised shots. Like Bogdanovich was taking crazy like threes um you know i think i saw aj griffin take like a real like he grabbed an offensive rebound and like ran to the three-point line and took an off balance three <laughs> i'm like what are you like it was like they were tanking like i swear to god it was like they were tanking and they're not they're trying to win and credit to the mavericks though is they still you know they still have to score points like they still have to like keep up and they did and the effort level was obviously different and the biggest thing was like having they had wood mcgee green Kyrie and Luca on the floor for basically all of the second half and overtime. And the big difference, like takeaway, is size still matters. Even if it's not good size, and Wood and McGee got crushed in certain spots on the paint. McGee gave up some really bad rebounds. Um, and that's you know, that's why yeah. Kid has a just yeah, if, yeah. if I was to put a label on why Kid won't play McGee, it's that sort of stuff. And I've watched him do that his entire life. He just yeah. He one of the buckets in overtime. Yeah. yeah, one of the buckets in overtime was the Hawks just getting an offensive rebound right where he didn't box out his guy. Collins grabbed the ball and, and got fouled. I, it wasn't a bucket. He only made one free throw, so they got lucky. But like it shouldn't, ha- you know, shouldn't happen if he just did like a lazy ball. Like he he didn't even really touch him that much except for like with his arm. And it's just like that happened multiple times. But at the end of the day, like he still presented himself as an open target. He was screening pretty well. Um, and the Mavericks just kind of got into it. And Kyrie Irving was incredible. Like one of the better offensive games I've seen from a guard in terms of like, he wasn't abusing the free throw line, like just making, in terms of just making shots. Like he did the Kyrie thing. That's the, that's just, the, he gets buckets kind yes, of, kind of true, performance. He put on the, the true Hooper hall of fame mm-hmm. performance. Like God, it's, it's pretty to watch. Ex- extraordinary. Like the finishes around the rim. I'm like, wow, Capella guarded that really well. Like here comes a miss and the ball just like rolls around and, and falls in. And I'm like, you know, no one else in the league does this, like at his size, like the way he is able to finish, like Trey Young scores, but like Trey Young gets fouled a lot. And it's like, it's not necessarily, he's fit. like Kyrie went to the line eight times, but the way he was at the paint, you would think he would go to the line a million times, but he doesn't really foul hunt in the, in the way that like maybe Trey or Luca or Harden or sure. all these other guys do. Like he goes to the rim to score. He doesn't go to the rim to get fouled, which I think is a big difference between him and a lot of other guards. And it was awesome. And he, he put the team on their back. He was the only thing going good for them besides uh wooden McGee uh, wooden made free throws, but then they just couldn't close. You know, they had the miraculous wood play and overtime to, to, to send it well, to well, overtime. Talk to me about the end of the game because okay, game. Yeah. keep in mind I'm wa- like regulation. I'm watching this thing. Oh, on regulation. My phone okay, and our our team Slack, our Mavs Moneyball Slack is just blowing up with bafflement. And so <laughs> I'm trying to. I, I see that Wood so, makes one and oh, misses the second. So I'm on my phone and I tweet out the stupid gift from uh, from the Truman Show. In case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And I was like, okay, game's over. Time. And then it, it wasn't. So what the hell happened? So first off, Wood charged. <laughs> he got to the free throw line. Capella was standing outside the restricted area for like a good second before Wood went into him. They called blocking foul, but we don't need to get into that. Uh, you know, that that's just what how I felt. But sure. you know, some people thought he was moving his feet. So Wood misses the free throw, and he misses it so bad like it kind of violently shoots off the front of the rim. And so no Hawks player 
can react fast enough to grab the ball. <laughs> so what ends up happening is Sadiq Bay tries to do the tip out and he tips it all the way out of bounds. Um, they almost called it, and they actually called it a jump ball, which with 0.1 seconds left would have ended the game. Okay. But they went back and, and Kid challenged it. Clearly reviewed, Sadiq Bay out on him. Yeah, and so okay. they challenged it and Sadiq, it was out on Sadiq Bay with point, and they put the time back on the clock because it was pretty obvious. It was pretty obviously off Sadiq Bay. So he did the tap out, punched it out of bounds, and it, you know, didn't go to anyone. So there's 0.4 left. And then, you know, like, you know what's going to happen. With 0.4 left, you're not going to shoot a jumper. Like, McGee's on the floor. What do you think the Mavericks are going to try to do? They're going to try to run a play for McGee at the rim to get a tip in or a finish. And Capella somehow gets behind McGee running to the rim. Like, I don't know how it happened. And so he has to foul McGee on the shot attempt because McGee was open. Like, if Capella doesn't, like, if, if Capella doesn't foul him and just lets him go, I think McGee tips it in for the win. Like, I wow. he's open. Yeah. Okay. So he had to foul him. It wasn't like a, I don't, I mean, it was a little contested, but I really do think if he didn't foul him, um, there's a chance McGee finishes that play at the buzzer. So they do the review and they, and they determine that there's 0.4 left on the foul. So McGee misses the, misses the first, makes the second to send it in overtime. And that's how we get to overtime. And then overtime, it was just two exhausted teams trading missed buckets. Sure. And then, uh, you know, Kyrie fouls Trey on kind of a, on a dribble handoff. He fouled him. Like, I mean, maybe you don't call that play at the end of a game. You know, maybe the refs tighten their whistles. I don't know if that's called nine times out of ten. Uh, but, I mean, watching it, I thought he fouled him, even if Trey did flop it and sell it a little bit. And then, sure. you know, Trey makes the free throws and then 1.8, call a timeout. And I don't know if you saw it, but, you know, they just throw it to Luca in the corner. <laughs> he takes a really heavily contested three and the game's over. So... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It was, Kid even tried to limit their minutes tonight. Kid uh, did. there, meaning uh, Irving and Doncic, like yeah, they had did. to play the whole overtime, and so they end up with 44 out of a 50-minute game. But, it, you know, yeah. if you... You, you play a you know forty eight minute regulation game. You get thirty eight minutes out of Kyrie and Luca. You live with that in a in a do or die game, right? Man. So it's just God. They shot terrible from three, four of yeah. eighteen between those two, and the yeah. Mavericks were in this while shooting twenty six percent from three. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, I mean, for the first time ever, the second, like the fourth quarter, and some of the third, and even overtime. I mean, they didn't get their doors knocked off in overtime either. I mean, they finally got stops. Like it was the first game we've ever seen them like get consistent. Who was stops. who? So who was who was doing the stopping? I mean, it was just a combination. It was just the fact that Wood 
it was a combination of the Hawks playing really bad basketball and taking some really bad shots. Mm. But it was it was McGee and Wood like the the Hawks were killing the Mavs in the first half in the mid range, just pulling up in those little mid range jumpers from from Trey and and Dejounte Murray. And with McGee there, like he's length, like they just stopped shooting those because they were a little bit more contested, and they couldn't score on the back line because I think Wood's wingspan like just claw or not Wood, but McGee's wingspan clog things up a little now of course then the hawks like had crazy dumb turnovers that were unforced and they took some really dumb threes but yeah i mean it was just size matters even if it's not that the best size like it, the they just got had nine turnovers as a team yeah god so all right so the reason i asked the defensive question is i have i have a and something luka, i want to luka nutted up a little bit in the fourth quarter and overtime guarding trey young i'll okay. say that so I want to show something. This this clip made it around Mavs social media today. It's picking on Luca. I want to show it. Then I want to talk about it in the context of both this game, but also the Mavs defense as a whole. So I'm going to pull open this uh, this 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 stream here so we can see what I'm talking about, and then we're gonna we're gonna discuss it real real quick here. All right. So we got. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna mute it, but it's like so. Struce sets a pin down for Tyler Hero to flow into a dribble handoff with Jimmy Butler. Because Luca was guarding Struess, he's not going to be chasing him around. So that gives Struess an open pop in the corner, targeting Luca and off-ball actions. That was the point of this. So we're going to start this whole thing over here. We're going to watch it together real quick. And then I want to just – I don't want to necessarily talk about this play. I want to talk about what this play means. Also, shout-out 75-88. to 88. That was the score in Game 2 of 2011 when the Mavericks decided to take the heat to the woodshed. So, all right, so keep an eye on where, where Luca is. And so this play really made it around today. And I found myself kind of very frustrated, not because of Luca, not because just because I I think when you isolate one play, you need to talk about what it means as a team. Cause honestly, that shit happens to Tim Hardaway like 30 times a game. (laughs) He can't stay with anybody. Like this is a team problem. So there's an effort based up there's scouting and then there's adjustments. And one of the things like one of the things that I've really come to understand the last several weeks is that when we people have been like, oh, kids not good at making adjustments. I've taken that as kind of a colloquialism, whereas what people are intending to say is kid literally doesn't make adjustments. And so I'm almost wondering if they don't watch that much film, if there's just, you know, a very much an attitude of one, two, three Cancun. So watching this game tonight, when you mentioned, all right, I felt like that the effort was there. Could you walk me a little through of what you mean? Uh, I mean, guys, I mean, it went from guys getting blown by and dribble drives with no picks to like actually staying in front of their man for once. Like, and they still didn't necessarily get a ton of stops, but you know, they, there was some pride. Uh, for the first time, I feel like in a long time, okay. like guys were rotating, guys were staying in front of their man. Now, of course, like the first half, that wasn't there at all. I mean, it was again, it was the heat game again in the first half. So I don't know what kids said in that timeout when they went down 15, but something switched and like Luca had some bad defensive plays in this game again uh, in the first mm. half, especially. So, but everyone did like, again, like uh, Maxi and Powell were terrible, were terrible. They were absolutely, they were, they're awful this game. Uh, and I think something that's really funny is, Maxi, Pal, Hardaway, and Bullock did not see the floor from like the end of the third quarter to the end of the game. Uh, and I want to, you know, you could say it's a coincidence that the Mavericks played the most inspired basketball they've played in weeks when that finally happened. Uh, or maybe there's something to that. 
but I, I noticed it. Like, you know, the five guys on the floor in the fourth quarter and overtime were all, you know, it's Luca and then guys that have been not in the rotation for the last four years. And what have we been talking about for the last four years in terms of the roster past Luca? And you yeah. can connect the you know, connect the dots there. So I don't know. Okay, so I need to take a minute, be a bit of a company shill. And by company shill, I mean you and me. If you guys could take them take a moment and actually like this stream uh when that's going on that helps us if you could leave comments after the fact if you could subscribe that would be wonderful we've had some people pop in and out the more you guys do that sort of thing the more it gets shared the more the people who don't know who we are might stumble upon us and as much as uh we might not want that for our friends to to discover josh and i i i more views is better for us eventually um okay so coming back to to the game as um, a whole I What's got that? the numbers. Uh, oh, sure. Before this game, Wood and McGee shared the floor for a total of 43 possessions. So that's like nothing. <laughs> that's, that's how, that's like, I wonder how, that's like, so how many games about, are, that's a half maybe? Yeah, maybe that's like, a half. That's like maybe a half of basketball. So that's really how much slow half. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's about how much they've played uh, before tonight. And then they played basically 23 minutes together mm-hmm. for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah. So. And I, I, so, so walk me through why Hardy only got 13 minutes was a, I see, I'm not really seeing anything in the box that tells me otherwise. Um, I mean, he was on the floor when the team was getting run off the floor a little bit. Ah, okay. Uh, and again, you know, they were down 15 and like kid made this lineup change and he just, he played these guys to the end of the game. Like he didn't make any, like he made almost zero subs. I don't have the play by play. But I think the on the television broadcast, the he played 23 and a half minutes. That probably yeah. hasn't happened in 10 years. Yeah, I mean, uh, they the t- the television crew uh, said from like the eight minute mark, like the 840 or 830 mark of the fourth quarter through overtime into the game, uh, the Mavericks played Luca Kyrie, uh, Green, Wood, McGee, and then Bullock checked in for, I think, the final defensive play. So he played like a second. But otherwise... Those guys played the final 14, 16 minutes of the game straight in a row. So, and then they kind of did a little bit of that in the third quarter. Um, so, like, those, like, I don't think this was, I mean, he just, he rode the hot lineup for the rest of the game. I don't, so I don't know if this was like a Hardy did something bad thing. It was just a, he found okay. a lineup that worked and he did not, he did not go away from it. And no. I can't, I can't blame him. Like, you know, what, you know, it was, no, this is, this is do or die. And, yeah. This felt like it felt like that fourth quarter. It felt like the team was like, we have to win. Like it, it was the first time in a while. It's felt like the team has played with the urgency of, oh my god, we cannot lose, uh, and they still lost, which which is something. They're now five games under five hundred. I'm scrolling through. I I don't know. They were nine and fourteen at one point. Because I, I remember I was like the guy at my Orange Theory, the coach was like making fun of me. And this is when I still lived in Virginia. And that was, I'm trying to remember if that was. about last season? I don't know if this was last season. It had to have been the season before. My point being, I just don't know when the last time the Mavericks were this bad under 500. That's where my, where oh, my head is oh, with it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, I, the last time they were this many games under 500. Uh, it's it's been it's a since while Luca's rookie year right since it's been this late into the season it might have been yeah, man. Luca's, it's got to be Luca, Luca's rookie year maybe game maybe year three let me go look here because i'm remembering something off the top of my head right, and even this to... late into the season okay the last... here it was it was um uh february 4th and it was the 2020 
I'm sorry, 2020, 2021 season. So the season that started just before Christmas with everybody coming back after the bubble, the Mavs look like hell. It was basically the, the first COVID season. Yeah. The Mavericks fell to nine and 14 on uh, uh, losing to the Golden State Warriors. Uh, that was 2021, obviously, but that was two years ago. Um, and that was when they really, that was the, the, the second half of the that season, of the season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the second exactly. half of that season basically was when they started these two runs, first one under Carl, then the second one under Kid. where the second half of both seasons, they basically just mar- <laughs> like went on a murder spree where mm-hmm. in, in 2021, they won something. Like I'm just looking at this and it's like post all-star break. It, there just aren't many losses, plain and simple. Mm-hmm. Then it obviously this last, this last season, they they lost something like six or seven times throughout the rest of the regular year. Like, it was insane. And so we're kind of trained to think differently. And so it's being five games under 500 right now is, is pretty incredible. You had some numbers earlier, kind of what, or was it Ben? Ben uh, Zadell of Mavs Moneyball. Uh, was talking about the the Mavericks' magic number, or in our case, tragic number, where they're officially eliminated. Um, the The Suns are are beating the Thunder by seven right now with two minutes left, which was Shea Gillis Alexander was really giving them all they could. It's if the Mavericks have hope, it's that the Thunder would lose out. Now the Thunder at this point in time have a one and a half game lead on the Mavericks plus the tiebreaker. When that, when if they lose to the Thunder tonight, and it looks like they're going to, they're now down by nine. Um, I'm sorry, if the Suns beat the Thunder, then that that slips back to like a half game lead plus tiebreaker. Uh, and and you've mentioned this that the you sort of think that there's still a chance that the Thunder just lose out. So it's like the Mavericks are not yeah. done yet. Like no. that's the most painful part about all no, this. They're not, I don't think they're going to be mathematically eliminated until the season's over. Like it's just the thunder after this go to the warriors and the warriors do not lose at home. They're 32 and eight. Um, so that's probably another loss. So then they play Memphis and then they play, I think they play Utah and then they play Memphis. Those are two winnable games and Memphis probably isn't going to be playing for anything. So they might be playing two teams that don't aren't trying to win, so maybe you give them two. So wins the Spurs, the Spurs rode roughshod over the Kings tonight. Yeah, that's so. the most interesting. The Kings thing. aren't. I don't. I think the Kings are locked in for the most. But part. they also have pride, and their coach is a vibes guy, Mike Brown. Good coach, probably should be coach of the year, and I don't think they're going to show up and play the Mavericks. Is that game on Tuesday? The Mavericks, where is this? You'd think I would know the Mavs schedule, but I'm like clicking through. Do, they, do the Mavericks have a two-day break between when they play? The Miami the yes, they do. Just play the day off, so they're yeah. off Monday, Tuesday, because obviously tomorrow's the men's NCAA championship game. Duh, Kirk. Uh, so there's usually no NBA that night, um, which is why there are 13 games today. So the Mavericks play the Kings on, on Wednesday night. And if the, the Kings second have out of a back-to-back for, for the, the Kings. Kings Okay, so so the the Kings will be, you know, they they really might be. You're right; they might mm-hmm. be locked in. Then again, they also might be interested in trying to win, um, you know, just as many games as possible. Mavs fans should know better than to uh, yeah. than to know how coasting into the playoffs can go for a team. Yeah. So, well, yeah. and everybody in the chat's like, "Ah, oh, the Mavs just need to give it up." We keep saying this. It's important to recognize that players do not tank. They do not tank. Well, they want Kyrie and Luka to sit games and that's just not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. I mean Kyrie maybe should for his foot, but I mean if he's playing like this, it's hard to say, hey, you know, 
we need you to sit right now for so we can get a better draft pick. If I'm Kyrie Irving, I'm heading to free agency. And fuck you. Like, that's <laughs> the thought in my head. So he's not sitting. And if I'm yeah. conscious and I'm a crazy competitor and it's like, oh, well, we need to sit so we can get a better draft pick. I'm thinking, fuck you. You should have built a better team than this. You know, yeah. but it's yeah. just not happening. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just, hey, can I show, can I show somebody something just to, to lighten the mood here? Yeah. Um, just to, to change pace a little bit here. Um, just, just, this is, and this is why you guys want to tank. I just, I, I want this, want this to be clear here. Um, <laughs> Man, that's so stupid. I don't think I've ever seen that before. No, because it's not a thing. <laughs> it's not possible. He's like, we're gonna find out that Victor Wimanyana is a damn deep fake yeah, at some point. Like this, good God, you couldn't do that in a video game. It would tell you it's not real. Yep. It's pretty crazy, but you know, I, they're they're gonna. I think I'm sorry to kind of change the subject because uh, you're right, Victor Wembanyama. You know, he's not real. That clip, that clip. Sorry, was, I, just, I needed crazy. to boost no, that no. a little because watching him is fun. I just I tweeted this earlier, and I want to say it again that watching the Mavericks the last week or so, uh, Kirk, you've watched Thirty Rock, right? Oh yeah. Uh, you know the episode where Jack Donaghy wants to make couches. <laughs> uh, and he decides to build them in an American factory and they come out like really, really awful. And they're like used as a torture device by the CIA because they're so uncomfortable. And he's trying to sell it to the to some furniture makers and he's sitting in it just dying. That's how watching the Mavericks these last this last week has felt, if you know that that scene or that episode. I mean, well, it's just it, like like there's part of it's just like just end it. Like, like I'm tired of thinking about this team. I'm tired of seeing the same mistakes. Yep. I'm tired of like these games. Like just, just, just a little more inside baseball. But when there's a blowout, it's so much easier for us. And I'm not talking win or lose. Like if the Mavericks can get a blowout, yeah, we can win, assign stuff too. out. We talk yeah. story ideas yeah, instead can... when they when it's down to the wire and they're now yeah. they played 53 clutch games. <sighs> they're now 25 and 28 in those clutch games. Um, it's preposterous. It's been not. This has been the least fun season since yeah. since we signed Harrison Barnes for me. Yeah, I just so. it's just you know like if they could have they could have they could have given up this game in the third quarter when the Hawks went on that run and I could you mm-hmm. know put my kid down and go to sleep and we can like hey whoever's doing the recap can like get it not have to rush something out it's, and I, that's stupid like no one should feel, feel sorry for us but it's just like oh, no. that goes into the frustration of us watching this team and how we talk about it it's just like. They've had like five losses in the last week. That's like these are the the season's over losses, and the mm-hmm. season's still not over. Like they could still get into the play in. Like it's mm-hmm. not. It's just crazy. It's it's just so crazy. I've just never seen a team lose so many games, but also like they could have won them all. Like that's it's just it's bananas. Well, I we just, picked a remarkable time to start a stream. Like that's what I. I mean, I moved and pick it. Like I would have started it a month ago if we could have, but. It, it, it's it's just hilarious. It is simply hilarious that something this ridiculous could happen to these Mavericks. I'm yeah. not even really mad anymore. I have stopped tweeting as much during games because I'm really oh, reluctant to like. Yeah, I'm awful. I'm. They're just the, well. They're they're. I love live tweeting, but they're the team that does the opposite of what you yeah. think yeah. every time. Yeah. And it's so. just like you, Kirk. They've lost one, two, three, four, five, six. They've lost seven of eight. When NBA teams lose seven of eight, 
Like every single one of those games they could have won. Every single yep. one of them was a clutch game. Every single one of those losses. Like it's just this team hasn't had a blowout loss with Luca on the floor since January 5th. And this team is five games under 500. It's like they're a bad, they're the they're the best bad team or the worst good team I've ever seen. And it's just like you can't get you can't the only thing you can expect is is they're gonna lose a close game at this point. Yeah. But you but part of your brain wants to be like, well, close games, like think about if they don't call the foul on like you know, there's just so many toss-up plays that have nothing to do with the Mavericks that in a close game, what if it finally goes their way and it just doesn't seem to? It's just this is like this is like flipping a coin uh, 15 times and getting heads every single time watching the Mavericks. And you're like, you're like, wait, what? No, t- Tails is going to come up, right? And it's like, nope, heads, nope, heads. Like, it's just, it's bizarre. Just nothing, nothing lines up other than, you know, their defense and rebounding stinks, but they just, they just seem to find ways to overcome it, but then not win. It's, really it's like impressive. how can you find how can you find a way to overcome it this much and then not win? So like, I have like, I have one NBA you get lucky, right? And get I have one win. one NBA writer friend who um who I talk with all the time and I just argue with him all the time and I know he does the work because he watches everything and I always say it's like you you do all the work you're like solving a math equation and you do everything right but the damn answer and it's like <laughs> how is that possible? But that's that's kind of here we are. Well. Yeah. All right, so we're at a firm half hour. We talked more about this game than we ought to have, but uh, you know, we're, we're we're the stream numbers have bumped up steadily each time we've done this. Uh, I really appreciate that. Again, guys, subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, we're gonna. I'll be doing the live show here on the top of the hour. The the other live show, the participatory live show, um, and we'll hang out for a while. So. Let me uh, get this up on our podcast uh, stream, uh, and and then I'll be back to work in here. Josh, do you have anything before we go? No, just nobody died. Nobody died. Thanks so much, guys. We will talk soon. This has been Kirk Henderson and Josh Bow of Pod Maverick. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your evening, and please consider hopping back in here in about a half hour when I host the live show, which you guys can join and talk to me about the game and about the season and anything else you want to talk about. I mean, I kind of want to talk about the TV that I keep that is piling up that we could miss, but but no <laughs> one wants to hear, you know, when I'm watching these days. All right, guys, see you soon. This has been Kirk and Josh. Once again, appreciate your support. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why, what do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.